blue wire. Think about Lois. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Elliott. Dodge the eye of this national championship win. A deep throw by Lawrence. A lot of contact. Justin Ross broke free from it. He's down in the end zone. Touchdown, Clemson. All right, welcome into episode 174 of Press Pass. Kayla Anderson alongside my co-host, Joshua Perry. Uh, we were just talking off the air about the awful Titans loss on Monday night football. So you can imagine uh, what I'm about to sustain this week in terms of Titans coverage, Joshua, Hmm. but uh, my goodness, football is crazy right now. And last weekend, I know we didn't have a lot of great college football games in terms of matchups, but there were some, you know, ranked games where we, we had a Washington obviously beat Michigan state. Um, I don't know what game you were on last weekend um, I had Wisconsin you did have Wisconsin which by the way I believe is playing Ohio State this weekend correct they got Ohio State going okay. to the horseshoe this weekend I think that's a uh, um, the ESPN or ABC prime game yep so um, we'll talk about that in a minute too because I yeah. did want to ask you a couple questions about that so Joshua first and foremost how are you doing this week um are you kind of feeling like we're going to start to now entering week four we're getting into some conference play. It's going to start to pick up a little bit. It should. I mean, most of the way around, like I'm, I'm going to learn more about teams yeah. starting this week than I feel like I've learned up to this point. Um, you know, Ohio State started off with Notre Dame and then Notre Dame ended up being kind of phony. So um, even though I don't think Wisconsin's great, I think this is a good second test to kind of um, – to gauge Ohio State, Michigan's gotten Maryland. That's a big noon game. Yeah. Um, so just in terms of the Big Ten, like this is the first time I think I'm going to learn something about Michigan. Um, and Maryland, Maryland's a team that um, was a little bit of a dark horse on like, you know, could pull some upsets. I think their quarterback has like might be the best completion percentage in college football right now. Um, he's he's doing a heck of a job. So. Uh, that's going to be a good one. And then I've got the game I'm calling is uh, Michigan State hosting Minnesota. And, Ooh, and that's going to be, gonna be awesome. a really good matchup. Like, I'm super excited. Um, Maryland's quarterback, Leah Tungabailoa, is third in the country in completion percentage at uh, 77. And this guy's thrown a, a ton of passes, too. It's not like he's not really thrown the ball around. He's averaging 300 passing yards a game. Um so, like, he's doing a heck of a job just to interject on that one, too. But, like, this is the weekend where, at least in the Big Ten, I feel like I'm going to learn a ton. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. So let's go back to – you mentioned Michigan State. Michigan State went to Husky Stadium this past mm. weekend, and um, it rained purple, no pun intended, because it was pretty much Huskies in majority of that game. I, I know that the Sparty definitely, you know, kind of pushed back in the end there to make it a little bit closer – but I did want to mention that they were without two of their uh, starters, and that included senior wide receiver Jaden Reed and defensive yeah. tackle Jacob Slade. So I know like two of their players did not travel to that game. Look, I'm not going to take anything away from the Washington Huskies, although I absolutely despise them because I'm a Washington State Coug. Um, but they're, I am a Coug. Josh, Are you, you sure? know this very well. And and well, I'll get to that in a minute because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be going I'm gonna go off, which I don't usually do on my own, but I will be going uh, off in a second. I love but it. But I wanted to ask 
ask you about this game because I did not drop Michigan State from my poll completely, but I did, yeah. you know, I did raise Washington. Yeah. The, I I I would have been there, and it's a little regional bias for me. Um, put him at the very bottom of the poll. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, Jacob Slade, Olin Tangy High School guy. Um, yeah, you so know shout that. Shout out well. to my boy. Yep. Um, and Jaden Reed is one of the most electric playmakers yeah. around the country. Yeah. Um, so having him out is is certainly tough. But Michigan State, I, I think, and I think I said this too about them. But the pass defense was always going to be the question because it was literally the worst pass defense in the country coming into that yeah. game. Uh, Washington had the number three overall total offense and they were throwing the ball around the yard like crazy. Um, so it was a little bit predictable. I was most disappointed in uh, Michigan State though, offensively. And yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get some of the numbers going here. Uh, but you know, you run it for 42 yards in the game on 29 attempts. It's a, a, a 1.45 yards per carry. Um, that is a miserable number. And then um, throwing the football, I think the numbers are a little bit misleading. Like you're, you have to throw it in that situation because you're playing from behind. Uh, but you know, 323 yards, but it was it was 7.7 yards per attempt. The three touchdowns through the air. The one interception stands out to me. That was a huge miss. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peyton Thorne had some big misses. I think he's been extremely inconsistent this year. Um, just in his ability to to go out there and make the game-changing plays. And I thought he was uh, solid last year, but I wanted to see more, and I just haven't seen that big step. Um, so this Michigan State team is a wake-up call. Yeah, Mel Tucker is uh, a high-accountability coach. He takes everything personally, and he's a secondary guy. He's like his boy Saban. Um, you know, he's coaching corners there, so I know he's livid. Um, sure. He he went out in his press conference yesterday and said that, um, you know, he takes it personally. They yep. put who they are on tape. And right now he's a horse shit coach. Um, and, and so I know he's going to work hard to get that thing fixed. The question is, I don't like, how do you do it? How do you do it? Yeah, yeah it's it's going to be tough. Well, and look, and I will say this, uh, you know, UW's quarterback, Michael Penix Jr. looked really good. I, I haven't seen, you know, much of, of Washington football, obviously being being over here um, in the South, the time zone and everything, I, I keep up with Washington State, obviously. I keep up with a couple other schools. Um, but I, I hadn't seen a lot of Washington football, and I know he was named the starter this year, and, and he looked really good. Um, he's a good player. In, in that game, he's a really good player. It, you know, And I give a lot of credit to what they're trying to do with that new coaching staff. But, you know, again, I I didn't know at that point, you know, with Michigan State being um, – I think ranked 11th last week, Mm -hmm. right? I I didn't feel like at that point it was enough to drop them out of my poll Um, just because I felt like with missing some players and, you know, I I just at that point didn't think that there was a team that necessarily was that much better than them right now. And that's what's going to bring me to this next question for you. So being a poll voter is obviously a very difficult task, okay? I've been a college football poll, uh, college basketball poll voter before this year. I'm college football. And just to let everybody know out there that's listening, if you're wondering, I mean, I am watching games all day on all different platforms from all different conferences, doing my very best to keep up with everything. So it's not like I'm just watching two games a day or just the games that are in my region. Like, I assure you, I'm up to like, 1230 in the morning watching whatever late Pac-12 game or, you know. 
BYU game is going on. So with saying that, um, I am obviously a Washington State grad, Joshua. Um, I considered, and you know this firsthand, I considered them putting them at 25 last week when they beat Wisconsin on the road. But I just decided with some things that I had seen in that Idaho game at their first game of the year, I um, didn't really feel like I was fully convinced on Wisconsin even to start the year. They weren't even in my preseason poll. Um, And then I just, I was like, there's other teams that need to be before them. So I didn't put them in my poll. I never got any grief that week. And then for some reason, they go out and they play one of the crappiest teams in in the FBS this year in Colorado State. And they put up, you know, quick points early on, and then they completely don't do anything in the second half. Their offensive line looked not great. Their quarterback looked shaky for Washington State, I'm talking about. And for me, it wasn't convincing enough. Just because you moved to 3-0 and and beat a crappy Colorado State team, it still wasn't convincing enough for me to put you in my top 25. Well, I got hammered by my own Washington State people who sure. found the poll that I'm on and who I vote for and completely just started to bully me on Twitter about, Oh, why don't, why am I not putting the Cougs in and Oh, all these picks are wrong. And why did you put them at this? I just want to ask you being a guy who follows a lot of college football. Do you think Washington state deserves to be in the top 25 right now? No. Um, And let me, let me throw some numbers at you. This is really interesting. I just looked this up. So uh, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, haven't played anybody this year. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, I mean, they've had a really easy go at it. Um, they're three and zero right now. Yeah, they have the number two total offense in the country. Yep, the uh, number two total defense in the country. They have the uh, number eight scoring offense in the country, and the let me pull this up because my thing's going slow. Uh, number four scoring defense in the country. They're still unranked. Um, so, like, they can be mad. Your team got off to a heck of a start. You pull off an upset against a Wisconsin team that I think is scuffling in ways. Um, it hasn't been consistent going back to last year. Um, for me, it's really hard to say just based off of that start uh, in one game, and then you turn around and you play Colorado State, and it's like it's unimpressive, uh, wholly unimpressive. Um, for me to say that you're going to be a top 25 team, I'm going to, I am going to hold my judgment until I see a little bit more out of them. And who do they have coming up this week? Well, they have Oregon. That's the whole right. point. And then we will, we will be able to use that as a measuring stick of what this team is. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. I am not taking any credit away from Washington state. Um, I know that, uh, Dickert, their new head coach, is the first coach since 1989, this is what's crazy, to to start 3-0. And I think that's what a lot of people are kind of like, they're they're seeing all the good that's coming out of it and, and nothing to take away from that. That's great. I'm really excited about the direction this program is headed in. But, you know, just because there's hype around it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be a top 25 team the first three weeks. There's right. too There's too much undecided. And there's too much unknown to be picking apart people for their picks in the first three weeks of the season. So, because there's a lot of teams that Joshua won't be in the top 25, even after next week. So let's have the conversation. They're 97 in total offense, 33 in total D. Yes. Um, you know, like 
once you start digging into what the outputs are, like winning games is obviously important and you don't have to, you know, I think style points are a little bit overrated, but like, let's keep it a buck here. Like 97 is a miserable number for your total offense. Like you're not moving the football. Um, And so that's what I would lean toward. Like, let's dig into what these wins actually look like. um, And then we can, we can have a conversation now. I'm going to take a little victory lap here. Uh, my Buckeyes are in the top 25 and uh, total defense and scoring defense so far. Yeah. Uh, they are top 10 scoring offense, number one total offense in the country at this point. Uh, the, that, the defensive numbers are the ones for me because last year they yep. were sitting there, the, yep. you know, the 40s, and 50s and lower. So I'm 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 starting to to see this thing come together a little bit on that side of the ball. Yeah, I saw that when you were tweeting out when you were watching the game um, this weekend. You were on that one too. Oh, did you? What with what tweet? The uh, the 77 points is a statement or a a message. You caught heat on that one. Yeah, and it, it's funny because um, <laughs> I think Ohio State's the only team in college football this year to score 77 points. Like nobody in college football has scored 77 points and this is, you know, power five teams playing against FCS opponents at times. Um, But they're like, Oh, it's just Toledo. That's basically a JV team. And my point was not that I learned a lot about Ohio state through that game. That's what I expected. But the message is you're, you're heading into big 10 play and you want to put what your identity is on tape. And so this is what Ohio state's identity is, is, it's going to be wide open, creative offense. They're running it well, and they're throwing the heck out the football. Um, they're scoring points and runs. They look like the Golden State Warriors out there in their ability to <laughs> score points. And then defensively, people look at the 21 they gave up, and they gave up some plays in that game. But um, second half defense has been really good for Ohio State throughout the year. Um, and, and I think that's the other thing, too, is this is a team that now is able to make adjustments mm-hmm. on that side of the football. They put all that stuff on tape. Um, and so it's not to say like, you know, somebody's like, oh, we're crowning a national champion off of beating Toledo. Never said that. And if you want no. to do that, you're an idiot. But what I'm saying is that the good teams in college football, the Georgias, the Oklahomas, who played really well, USC, who is uh, making their mark right now, Michigan, who has absolutely smothered the bad competition that they've played. They've looked like a good team against bad competition. Yeah, they have. They put what they are on tape. And Ohio State said in our our final game going into conference play, we're going to put what we are on tape. And people go back to that Notre Dame game. It was like, oh, offense wasn't explosive. Defense played really well. And then you go into that other game against um, Arkansas State, and it's like, oh, 45 points. I'm like, 45 is still a big number. Like, let's pump the brakes. But also, you hold them to four field goals. Like, that's a good performance. Like, there are so many things you can be critical of while also still taking away the fact that like good stuff's going on tape. This is what I also think about, because you talk about style points and, oh, because a lot of these teams right now are playing non-conference, you know, smaller schools. And I think it means something, not necessarily just for the style points, but for keeping your foot on the gas pedal for, for knowing that it's not. And I know that can be, um, you know, talked about as style points, but style points to me means like show it almost means like showing off. I think for me, like when you are able to keep putting points up on the board and just playing good defense, even in the second half of the game, that to me is like a team that still wants it. That's still like, we're not satisfied. That has the mentality of being a good team on top of, 
you know, just being able to say, hey, we're Ohio State and you're Toledo. Like, right, I, right. I think about that as well. Yeah, come out the gates in the second half when your starters get a drive or two and, yeah. you know, go out and, 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 and go down the field and score. And when your your twos and threes get in, like, those guys are trying to get in the end zone. Too. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. Like, that yeah. that's a team to me that says, like, we're we're here to we're here to do a job. Exactly. We're not here to just put up points when our starters are in. We're 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 a whole team. This is this is our identity, you know. We're going to go out there no matter who's in and and we're going to play football. So, you know, I don't always think of that as being a a bad thing too to um the style points if you want to call them that. So. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing that you got heat for that though. Yeah, you haven't gotten as, not, as much heat as I have, though. No, Twitter's a funny. That, place, I so. wish you could chime in on some of these, just so I could shut these people up. Oh and my they need god! To shut their mouth. Okay, so let's talk about something that I literally was falling down laughing. We're going to bring some comedy into this today, Uh-oh. because your boy, my boy, Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney. Oh, and I'm God. I'm being facetious here. Yeah, it's neither one of our. Please boys. tell me that you saw his antics coming out of the tunnel. It's a big look at me moment for Dabo. What in the hell was he doing? Why? Why? Why, Dabo? Why? First of all, you could have badly hurt yourself. Well, it, it looked like you were going to face plant at some point. Well, with the amount of speed you caught. Um, but why is he doing that? Like, what was that? You know, I, I, the only people I know running like that are making $11 million a year. No. (laughs) I mean, I just, I, I was laughing so hard when I saw that. Cause to me, it was like such a Dabo thing. Like he's such a weirdo. And like, that was such a, oh yeah, look at me moment. Like sprinting out of the tunnel at, I don't even know, like, did he like think that he was going to get a track scholarship or something? I I don't know what he was doing there. But um, it's weird because I'm still – Clemson's one of those teams, too, on the note of Clemson. This is a game I'm looking forward to this weekend, actually. Clemson taking on Wake Forest, both ranked teams. I still think Clemson is – I just don't know enough. Yeah, feels a little phony. Again, with these polls right now, I know I'm an AP voter, and I'll admit, like, it's it's tough right now. You can't really – separate the the phonies from the reels right now so we're gonna have to learn here as conference play starts but i think this should be an interesting one what are your thoughts um just on clemson early on joshua i know you haven't seen a ton of them but you say they're they're a little phony yeah i mean i think it's a very good defensive team and that's what they've been they play good on defense they play really well on special teams um the offense to me leaves a lot to be desired. I just don't think it's it's the the Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson no. offenses. Um, and I certainly don't think that they have the the wide receiver talent that they've had in the past either. That makes a big difference. Um, so where I think that they'll get caught up is you get into one of those ugly games and maybe your defense makes an uncharacteristic play and your offense can't bail you out. That's how I think they end up losing the game. Yeah, I I think it'll be an interesting one. Um, like some of these other ones, there was one more I want. Oh, obviously, um, the one down here in the South. So Tennessee is ranked. This is crazy. I don't know the last time 
Tennessee was ranked this high. It's been a while, but 11th in the country. Okay. Now they've played Pittsburgh. They beat Pittsburgh. You know, it, it was a close game. It mm-hmm. obviously went into overtime. Um, Florida is still one of those teams where I still have, I still have questions about them as well. This is going to be telling to me. Number 20, Florida, taking on number 11, Tennessee. First time game day's been to Knoxville since 2016. They are hyped here. But I know anything can happen in this rivalry specifically. I like Tennessee in this one, but I just think we'll be able to learn about both teams. I totally agree with you. Um, Tennessee, again, we've talked about this guy and you you were really high on him um a year ago before anybody really jumped on that bandwagon um Hendon Hooker yeah yep you were I mean you were telling me about this cat yeah a while ago um and and what you thought he could be at his top end and um I think it's it's been exactly what you said Mm -hmm. um and so that's the big key there I think they've developed at the quarterback position they've got good skill talent um, defensively, I like what they've had to offer in general as well. Yeah. Um, so it feels like a team that that is pretty solid all around. Um, Florida, I know Anthony Richardson had that wild play um, against Utah, but I'm not exactly sure he's that guy at quarterback. I don't think he's developed fully yet. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like this is going to be one of those – everybody should watch it type sure. football games. Yeah. That's a, like a two thirty central game. I know mm-hmm. um, it's on CBS. So that's the SEC I'll game of the week. Booth, so I'm going to be able to watch it. You will it be in live. the booth, which yeah. I'm sure you'll fill yourself in on, on whatever happens, I'm, but yeah, I, I, I will be interested. I mean, since I've been down here, let's just be honest. Tennessee has not been good. I mean, they've gone through multiple coaching changes. It's been, I mean, even AD changes. It's been a mess over there. It has been an absolute mess. And so to have a guy like Heupel, who, by the way, just got a, a million-dollar raise. They gave him a million. He a, yeah, he did. And an extension. I think it was like a year extension, which I think is good. It's not too much, right? It's like, okay, we believe in you. Like, here's a little here's a little dough. Like, you know, we'll extend you. Because by all indications, and I know anything can change at any time, he seems to be doing the right things and and bringing in the right guys. Um, and I just think like for the first time in a while, Tennessee finally might have something here. So, you know, props to them, I guess. I'm with you. You Yeah. Just got to keep the thing going. Exactly. Okay. Any other games you're looking forward to this weekend, Joshua? Um, I think that's really it for me. That's it. He's, he's, I can tell he's just, he's, he's not having it this morning. He needs his coffee or something. I I have not had it. Did you get your workout in this morning? I did not. And I did not have my coffee. Okay, so I'm on the same I'm on the same wavelength as you then. Yep. I have not yep. had my coffee and I have a splitting headache. Yep. So we uh, so, we're 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 in line with this. This is not We, <laughs> we need to go get like to start off the day. Right? We need to go get our coffee. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of Press Pass. Uh, thanks for listening to my bitch session. Look, I love you Cougs. I love most Cougs fans, but don't come attacking somebody who's been in the business for 16 years, who's covered multiple conferences across the country, who follows college football closer than you probably do. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people who are attacking me. Caleb feisty out here. Exactly. All right. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. Hey, by the way, where can they go to follow you and 
all your tweets that, you know, they can come after you this week. Uh, you can follow me at RIP underscore J-E-P on the Twitter and the Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me at Kayla Anderson TV, but I'll mute also, you if you come out. Day me. in the Life TikTok is coming. Um, what? Yep. So I'll uh, next week it'll be up. Oh my gosh, I'm looking forward to this one. So you're gonna take take people around. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take them through a day. I like that. I like that. Okay, we're looking forward to that. He'll give you more details next week when that's launching. Have a great weekend of college football, and uh, good luck to all your teams.